Welcome, ladies and gentle peeps, to New Music at Noon or New Music Mondays if you're listening on the podcast. I'm your host, Ben in Toronto, and we've got a pretty sweet show lined up for you today. Uh, we've got a new one coming out from the Darcy's, the new one out from Fast Romantics, and an interview with Toronto's indie alt-pop singer-songwriter, Gray, that's G-R-A-E, with her new song, Permanent Maniac. I also learned a new word this week, and I'm going to tell you about that too. It should be exciting. <laughs> this is a very Toronto episode of the show, and I just want to say that everyone in Canada that I recognize that uh, and no, it wasn't intentional. I want to start today off with Toronto band The Darcy's and their new track, Look Me In The Eyes. The Canadian rock duo is from Toronto, Canada, consisting of Jason Coos and Wes Marskell. The Darcy's have been tearing up the Toronto scene since their formation in 2007. Over the years, additional band members have come and gone, and now, uh, for the most part, when people talk about the Darcy's, they're talking about Coos and Marskell. The Darcy's sound has evolved over the years, and they recently found their footing a little bit in their 2016 album, Centerfold. It's pretty dope, and I, I highly recommend giving that a listen if you haven't. Today, we're looking at their brand new song. It's called Look Me In The Eyes. It's a solid track, and it's packed full of high-energy nutrients. This is Look Me In The Eyes by the Darcy's.
The Toronto artist Gray is a singer-songwriter originally from Elora, Ontario, and an extremely talented artist. Her new song, Permanent Maniac, is genuinely one of the catchiest tunes I've heard in a while. It's one of those songs that gets stuck in your head, whether you like it or not, but you do like it because, you know, it's a really good song. <laughs> it's a solid track. It's made with a lot of thought and intention, which is something that I really like to see. This kind of brings me to that, that word of the day sort of thing that I was telling you about that word that I learned. That word is called euphony, and that's E-U-P-H-O-N-Y. And euphony means the pleasing sounds that we enjoy that generally come from words being stuck together. It's, it's that, it's, it's, what the hell does it mean? The quality of word arrangements, among other sounds, that sound pleasing to the ear. That's my dictionary impression. I had to look that up to get a handle on how to accurately express how I feel about the lyrics of Permanent Maniac. It, it just has lyrics that sound so cool together just as words, and I got to speak a little bit to Grey about that. Just to give you a little bit more background on Grey first, Grey released her first EP in 2019. It's called New Girl. Her single, Your Hands, from that EP has been listened to well over a million times now on the Spotify platform alone. So way to go, Grey. Grey's new song is... is by far, I think the most natural she's ever sounded, and, and it's definitely one of the catchiest tunes, as I said, that I've heard in a while. Before we get into Permanent Maniac, uh, here is a little bit of my interview with Gray. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with Gray. Gray, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. Uh, so whereabouts are you? Uh, you're located in Toronto, right? I'm in Toronto, yeah. Cool. Did you grow up in Toronto? I didn't, no. So I actually grew up in Elora, Ontario, which is a super little small town. Um, and yeah, that, that's that's where I'm from. But, you know, I, I say I'm from Toronto because it just, it helps people out a bit more. <laughs> no one knows where Elora is. What do, you, what do you remember about growing up in, in Elora in Ontario? Um, I remember how just like, how comfortable I kind of felt in, in the environment you know like it was it's a, such a small town so like everyone kind of knew everybody and it was pretty like artsy to be honest like there's a lot you know we have like the Alora Arts Festival and we have like um theaters there and stuff and I used to like I used to do acting a lot when I was younger as well so it I, I just feel like I grew up in an environment where it was kind of normalized to be a, a musician a writer an actor a painter any of those types of things so a very like um encouraging environment well that's awesome that's great to hear that that's that that exists in our in our rural world in, yeah. in Ontario. Can you tell me a little bit about your lyrics and and your writing process? Yeah, I'm going to let you speak to that. I find your lyrics very poetic, and I would love to hear just sort of how you how you how, how you what you what your process is like from music to lyrics. I'm going to stop talking. Oh no, <laughs> no, of course. Yeah, well, thank you. I really, really appreciate that. You know, I I always want lyrics to be visual. And I want it to feel like it's taking you along a story. A lot of the time, like my, my song Taxi on my EP um, that I just dropped, actually, it's very like poetic and, and visual and, and those types of things. And I remember just kind of writing poetry almost. Like sometimes I sit down and I write po like poems and then they can turn into songs. And sometimes I do that because I find when you don't have the structure of like, okay, this is what a song's supposed to be. And this is like, you know, the structure of it. I just find that sometimes it's easier to just sit down um, and, and write like poetry and then take bits and pieces of that and turn it into music. That's something I used to do a lot more when I was like younger and just kind of dabbling in writing and stuff. Um, Cause I, I loved it, you know, it, it kind of, although it's all writing, 
writing poetry aside from sitting down and being like, okay, I'm gonna write a pop song or this and that. It just kind of lets you get out of the structure of what everyone like knows a song to be, I find. I don't know. That's how I do <laughs> but you know, uh, th there's some songs specifically that I try to make sure that they're more poetic. It's kind of like something that I intentionally do. And then there's some songs where I'm like, okay, this one doesn't have to be as serious. It's more of like a fun song. So it kind of depends like what mood I'm in. <laughs> so can we talk a little bit about your new EP, um, specifically about Permanent Maniac, which we're going to listen to in just a second. Can you tell me about the writing process of that? Totally. So Permanent Maniac, the <laughs> This EP, like, th there were some moments where I just, I, I wasn't really sure where I wanted to go as, like, an artist. And after my first EP, I felt like it had such a distinct style and such a distinct sound, but I wasn't, like, 100% sure that that was the direction I wanted to go. And, like, I started recording that at, like, 19, you know, and so, you know, when, you, when you're that age, like, you think you have things figured out, but you don't necessarily do. And I just kind of grew up a bit more, and I was like, okay, well, now, what what is the type of music I want to create? Like, you know, and I, you know, we, we wrote, um, I think Slow Down was the first one that we wrote. And then um, the process of that was like pretty, pretty natural. Like I really enjoy like working with my producers and stuff and, and writing with them. Like I always come into the studio and they're always like, okay, we need to do what you want to do. Like, what do you want to do? What are your influences? Like, where are you coming from? Like they've never once like pushed anything upon me to be anything. And I think that that's when I kind of started having a moment where I was like, well, what kind of music do I want to make? And then we did Slow Down, we did X Lovers, um, 2725 and then I was like, okay, 2725 is the direction I want to go because I had like Cure references and The Cure was like my favorite band like ever. And I kind of just came to this light bulb moment where I was like, this is it. Like, this is the type of music that I want to be creating. And it was like a long process because we already had had Slowdown. We already had X Lovers. And then 2725 was pretty like different aside from those two, just in terms of like real instruments and just kind of like, I, I don't know, more of like an indie pop vibe instead of just like a pop vibe. And um, then we created Permanent Maniac. And that was the final song we did like months and months later, like months after me just being like, what do I want for myself? It was one of the it was just a crazy growing and learning experience. And I'm, and I'm ranting now, as I tend to do. <laughs> but it was just a crazy growing experience. And, and Permanent Maniac, that song specifically is everything I could have wanted for myself in a song. So it, it was a process and I finally got to where I wanted to be in the end and I'm just very satisfied. <laughs> yeah, you've got some very um, diverse sort of influences. There's a great Instagram post um, that you put out a little while back. Yes. It's just sort of like an overarching, like these are all my awesome influences. And I think I think the thing that first struck me was that they were all very classical musicians. Yeah. It wasn't like, it wasn't like, you know, we're not talking about Alanis Morissette or anything. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with Alanis. But like, no. but can you tell me how you discovered those musicians and and why they influenced you? Like why you latched on to sort of that older style of music, I guess? Right. So every time I kind of get into these conversations, everyone's always like, how old are you? And I'm like, 22. And they're like, okay, well, like, why aren't you obsessed with, like, you know, these types of artists? And and the reason being, truly, is I don't know what it is, but 70s rock and, like, 80s new wave just struck me in a way that, like, nothing else ever has. I'm really stuck in the past with music. Like, 
let me tell you. People will be like, oh, have you heard this sick new artist and this song? And I'm like, no. Like, I'm just like sitting in my room listening to like a Led Zeppelin album that was released however many years ago. And I'm just so not focused, which is kind of bad because it's my industry and I need to be. But I honestly latched onto it. Like, I grew up listening to Nora Jones a lot, um, Kareem Bailey Ray, artists like that. And I used to like try to mimic like how they sounded, how they sang, like their voices and stuff like that. And, like vocally, I would say like they had a big impact on how I kind of like sing, I would say. I feel like I feel like a lot of artists, you you see who they listen to growing up and you're like, oh yeah, I can see that. Like, you know, with how you like execute your sound and, and your how you literally sing. It's kind of interesting to me because I used to mimic them. And then it just kind of, I developed my own voice through that. But like, I think you're referring to the post where I'm like Miles Davis and John Coltrane and Otis yeah. Redding and Stevie Wonder and all of those amazing, amazing artists. And that's literally just my dad. I, my dad just plays that type of music all the time. Like Miles Davis at like dinner time and like, you know, Stevie Wonder when we're having a party and like good time and just like, you know, Motown music. I grew up listening to all of Motown stuff. Um, I actually had a major Michael Jackson obsession when I was younger. I know it's kind of a touchy topic talking about him right now, but you know, just all those Janet Jackson also like super influenced by like Rhythm Nation. I say this in every interview, but Rhythm Nation was the first album I like carried around as a kid. And I would like, I was like six or four or something. And I, I like begged my dad to play it. And I just loved that sound so much. There was something about, about it and like even Prince, and it's interesting because like the, the type of music I make, like it doesn't sound like Led Zeppelin. It doesn't sound like Prince. It doesn't sound like these things, but these types of artists kind of really put in my brain to be my own artist and to have your influences, but really be your own artist and don't try to like copy a sound like directly. And um, I don't know, it, I just, I have to credit my, my dad because that's just all that was playing. That's all I knew. Could you give any advice to any um, young women who are considering a career in music and, and maybe haven't made that leap yet? Totally. I always say that like you can create your own life and, and you can live the life that you want to live and just like stand your ground, put your foot down. Like if you have a vision for yourself, just go for it and like don't listen to any of the crap that people are telling you. Like there's so many times, you know, where I feel like I've been underestimated in this industry just because I'm a woman and it's freaking BS. So I just always tell people that like if you if you have a good head on your shoulders and you have a vision and you want to do something like you can literally manifest anything you want for yourself like anything in this life i'm so big on that like and, and if if you're struggling to take a leap because i get messages from people being like i want to be a singer but like my parents say no that's such a difficult thing because there's parents who are like no you have to do this and you have to you know go to university and, and do this and that but at the end of the day you have to make sure that you're living your life how you want on your terms as long as you're not hurting anybody or doing anything like that like you have to live your life on, on your own terms. And if you want to do music, like just do it. Like just go full force and immerse yourself in it. And if it's something you love, like just do it. You know, that's what I tell people all the time. Where can we find more about Grey? Um, yes, so you can find me at Your Girl Grey on all socials. Um, G-R-A-E. Yeah, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, all the platforms, even TikTok now, which is great. So. <laughs> And uh, do you want to introduce Permanent Maniac? Yeah, sure. So, cool. hi, my name is Gray. Thank you for listening. And this is my newest song, Permanent Maniac, off of my latest EP.
awesome. That is the new one from Toronto artist Gray, Permanent Maniac. Uh, great track. It's it's and a great guest. Thanks again, Gray. That was an awesome. It was an awesome chat. It was great chatting with you. Thanks thanks for joining me on the show. Fast Romantics is our last band for the day, and as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, it is a very Toronto episode. And Fast Romantics are absolutely considered a Toronto band too. Although to be totally fair, Fast Romantics originally was formed in Calgary, Alberta. So thank you, Calgary. Props to you guys. And seriously, next week, I'm, I'm coming for all of you next week. I'm coming for Vancouver and Halifax and maybe that other one out there with, with the meat farms, Edmonton. But you know what? Before we get into, before any of that, before next week, in the meantime, we'll stay in Toronto with Fast Romantics and their new song, Hallelujah, What's It To You?
right, that's some fast romantics, and it's always a good time with some fast romantics. You know, fast romantics has not let anything slow down their creative juices and their creative process over these past few months. Um, and it's been a trying time, you know, it's been it's been a little insane. And I mean, you know what, maybe I have nothing to base, I have nothing to base that statement on. Maybe they have slowed down their process. Maybe covering the fast romantics on a podcast is just impossible in normal time. I just want to say we're always happy. We're always happy for a new fast romantics track. Thanks for listening to New Ones at Noon or New Music Mondays if you're listening on the podcast. The podcast is available on Apple and Stitcher, and you can listen to Dropout Radio 24 hours a day, seven days a week at dropoutentertainment.ca, or you can tune into Dropout Radio on my tuner radio app. Dropout is licensed to play through SoCan, so thank you, SoCan. Connect with us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at Dropout Entertainment. Also on YouTube, that's a big one. That's a big one. We shouldn't forget that. I am your host, Ben in Toronto. Hope you're all out there staying safe, being being kind to each other and, and keeping each other keeping each other company. Check on your friends. This is New Ones at Noon, New Music Mondays. Thank you for listening. Uh, now back to more Canadian independent music. This is Dropout Radio.